Welcome back to the podcast. This is the Ready, Set, Blob podcast, and I am your host. My name is Isaac Alisma. Welcome, welcome. Happy Juneteenth. If you don't know what that means, um, it is an American holiday, just celebrating the great, 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 great end of slavery. So, like the official um, day. So, Happy Juneteenth, everybody. Today is a blackout day. We getting super black with this motherfucker. We eating chicken and watermelon and we robbing banks and we uh, selling cocaine and shit and we failing tests. No, motherfucker, it is not that sort of show. It is not. But we are blacking out today. And um, if you have never been to the uh, podcast before, um, this is the time where I will tell you, I will give you the disclaimer that... This is not the podcast to have in front of children and or people you are at work, a professional setting where you think this type of language will get you in trouble. So in that sense, I will give you a couple seconds to um, let those people vacate, get them the hell out of your presence. Okay, we're back in this thing. All right, so um, if you are a returner to the podcast, always appreciate your support. You are a real one. You will get paid in the afterlife. I appreciate you. If you are new to the podcast, on this podcast, well, thank you very much for being here and listening and hopefully make you a fan and make you an active listener consistently. Um, Podcasts come out two times a week, uh, Monday and Friday. Um, 6.30 a.m. Pacific, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, If you have never been on the podcast before, we just talk about a lot of different subjects, some taboo subjects, some subjects that are a little bit difficult to discuss. The title comes from me being that friend who always gives the real raw um, opinion on stuff. So, um, yeah, so welcome motherfucker welcome like i've always said today is today is juneteenth the celebration of juneteenth so if you are a racist and you do not like black people today's show of all shows is not for you um i'm black so number one that's definitely not for you um but today's episode is it's, it's pretty black you know it's not like uh you know church's chicken black but uh, it, it, it's pretty, it's like red beans and rice type of black, like, it, it, it's pretty black, like black-eyed peas with some macaroni, but not black-eyed peas with some collard greens and some hog moths, not that type of shit, so, that being said, and giving you a little bit of, uh, blackness early, welcome, um, like I always say, I always like to remind those who are listening that, um, I'm not for sale, but, uh, for the rice sugar mama, I will go out there and do some work. And by work, I mean of the physical kind, um, intimately. Um, I have no shame in my game to find a rich heiress or billionaire or multimillionaire who's just a little bit older, who just wants some young strapping meat on her arm. Um, you know, you, you see what Chris Jenner's doing. Chris Jenner ain't playing around. Chris Jenner knew what was up. I, I, I knew. And we will talk about Chris Jenner and the Kardashians in this episode for those who um, 
are uh, wondering why I'm bringing her up. Chris Jenner is a real one, and you know she likes that. She likes that young meat. So um, yeah. But anyway, uh, always in the market for a sugar mom. If you know somebody who is an attractive older woman who just has a lot of money and she just loves some young meat, especially dark meat, tell her to holler at your boy. Um, you know, I'm all down for public appearances and, you know, this, that, and the other, as long as I get a house, as long as I get a new luxury car, you know, uh, that sort of shit. But anyway, um, enough of the foreplay. Oh, um, and to find the, uh, podcast, however you found it, if somebody referred it to you or not, it is on Spotify. It is on, uh, Google podcast. It is on breaker. It is on anchor. All you have to do is type in that friend podcast. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You should see a picture of my lovely dogs. Um, or you could just type in my name, which is uh, Isaac Alisma. I-S-A-A-C. Last name A-L-I-S-M-A. Okay. So, um, I did a podcast in the past about Juneteenth, so I'm not going to go into too much detail about what Juneteenth is um, because that isn't the title of today's podcast. So today's podcast, fuck all the foreplay. You had some foreplay. You had about five minutes of foreplay, which is like record breaking for a lot of dudes because from what I've been told, at least all these women complaining. You know what? I'm not going to listen to women on that. They're always complaining about, well, he's not, there's not enough foreplay. And I wish he wouldn't just start. And the foreplay is like, whoa, 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 whoa. The foreplay started when he bought you the drink, when he took you out on the date, when he bought the Uber, uh, when he kissed your neck, when he kissed your, you know, when he took your clothes off. All that's foreplay. You expect 20, 30 extra minutes of some shit? Fuck out of here. Okay, that was the foreplay. Start tallying. If you tally from the moment the first drink happens, all the compliments, all the his hand on your hand, looking into your eyes, hand on your shoulder. You look so beautiful. Oh, my God. I, you know, I'm so lucky to be on this date with you and then saying how beautiful you are and you smell so good and then holding your hand and then the little like wait for the car outside in the cold and then you turn and kiss. All that is foreplay. Every single part of it. And then, you know, the little, a little bit more intense make out on the way home. And then you freshen up and all that. Man, we're talking about 45 hour of foreplay. So stop complaining, women. But anyway, whole tangent of something else. But enough of the foreplay. Today's episode, the topic of today's episode is what do you owe black people? Now that we are on the day of Juneteenth and we are celebrating blackness, um, what do you owe black people? That is the title of today's podcast. And I, I bet you're like, what, what the fuck you mean? What do I don't owe black people a goddamn thing? Well, why the fuck would I owe black people something? Uh, if you're listening to this and you are not black, you do owe black people something. You do. I'm sorry. Oh, and for those who are kind of confused, maybe international listeners, Juneteenth is a uh, American holiday. Juneteenth is a federal holiday in the United States commemorating the emancipation of enslaved African Americans. So it marks the anniversary of the announcement of the General Order uh, Number 3 by the Union Army um, on June 19th, 1865. So FYI, um, for those who didn't know, it's not like an all black people around the world type shit. So let me be very clear. Um, it is an American holiday. But anyway, the topic. What do you owe black people? Um, if you are not black and you are listening to this, you owe quite a fucking bit. 
Um, and I know some people might have already clicked out and they're like, oh, it's one of them. I don't want one to know. Is this a Black Lives Matter thing? Oh, my gosh. They already have enough rights. They got LeBron. Oh, shut the fuck up. Okay. Just shut up. Listen. You might learn some shit. It's really that simple. So the topic is, what do you owe black people? Now, I bet when you hear that, you're like, okay, well, I don't I don't really know how to process that. Like, what do I owe black people? What do you owe black people? Think about it. You kind of owe black people quite a bit. I mean, we could talk about historically and we could just we could put it in the just the American sense because it is Juneteenth. Um, what do you owe black people? Now, number one, you owe black people an apology. That's first and foremost. Um, if you haven't thought about that, you should. You owe black people an apology. And the reason I say that is there's so much consumed from black people and so much heinous fucked up shit has been put on black people said about black people literally the skin the color of our skin has been maligned we have been put in so many negative connotations we have just we've been shitted on the most in every situation didn't do anything to anybody just been hated on people are jealous people are envious uh people don't want you to go around this person that just because of black you owe black people in a pod that's first and foremost you owe to today go out and apologize to a black person that's what the first that normally i do that shit at the end and i i give you like some uh you know well I, i'm gonna give you for every episode for anybody who's never been here before uh for every episode at the end of the episode i give you a challenge to go out and you know actively participate in what the topic was today i'm gonna start that shit at the beginning today go ahead and you know what i'll wait to the end i'll wait to the end i'll wait to the end. but anyway you owe black people an apology you really do and in fact no i'm gonna say that shit right now go out there and apologize to a black person because you owe black people an apology all the fucked up shit that people say do has been done what has been stolen and there's never an apology never it's never it's just kind of well black people are strong they can get through it man up man up black woman you're strong enough man up black man you're strong enough don't you cry black man don't <laughs> hey, hey man up tears are not for black people okay we are tough all right somebody dies we just we just go and ride for those motherfuckers we get guns we do drive-bys and we shoot motherfuckers we do not cry we do not go to therapy that's really what the mindset is and that's how black people are treated black people are treated like we're we're just a different sort of human historically not only now but historically but the funny thing and the crazy thing and the surprising thing to a lot of people, it still happens today. Still, black people are going through so much, so much racism, so much hate, so much prejudice, so much vitriol. And just because you see other black people doing well, that doesn't mean that a lot of black people, the majority of black people are still not receiving and aren't on the receiving end of just heinous, heinous, heinous behavior, um, rants, uh, 
prejudice, all, you know, all, all types of stuff. So in that sense, first thing that you owe black people is an apology. And I say that 100% fully invested in what I just said. You owe black people an apology. You know, and I know, that black people are the most hated people in the whole world. You can't argue against that. The most hated people hate black people for no reason. Motherfuckers will just hate them. Never met a black person, but will hate them. Never met a black person, but they're scared of them. Never met a black person, but ready to judge a black person. Never met a black person, but feel a black person is inferior to them. It's like, come on. The fuck is wrong with y'all? And you can't really use the excuse, oh, well, you know, I didn't know. I haven't really been around a lot of black people. I was watching a video on YouTube the other day. And it was a, a guy, a Korean dude, asking Koreans, he was in Korea, he was asking Koreans, you know, what do you think about black people, like the stereotypes and about race and stuff like that? And, you know, they were pretty honest because Korea is a homogeneous um, society, which means that it's majority of the same looking people. It's like 96, 97 percent. So not a lot of mixture, not a lot of diversity and kept asking people on the street and the people, you know, they're giving real honest answers, which I appreciated. And they would just be like, you know, black people are known to be dangerous and sell drugs and be so physically strong um, and just really athletic and, you know, they're not as smart, so on and so forth. It was like, have you, you know, who do you talk to? Have you seen these black people? No. Where did you get this information from? Like, how do you know this? Oh, just stuff that we've seen in movies and TV and the media. And it's like, man, it is 2022. Even if there are not any people over there of, you know, black skin color, descent, etc. There's a fucking internet. There's TikTok, there's Instagram, there's Facebook, there's Twitter, there's all these things. You see all these outlets, all these current movies, but for some reason, you just decided to pile up in those type of, you know, stereotypes of black people. Come on. You got to do better. And this isn't just for them. It's everybody. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing this shit. Oh, well, I didn't have that much experience. I didn't have that much exposure. Get some fucking exposure, you idiot. What are you doing? Get some. The fuck are you talking about? You're on the internet. You see these people. You see the LeBron. You see the Jay-Z's. You see the, you know, Kareem, I think, Kareem Jean-Pierre. You see those people. But then you're just going to go over here and you're going to watch a an episode of Snowfall and assume all black people are here selling crack and gangbanging and shit like that. Man, get the fuck out of here. You owe us an apology just on that shit of ignorance because it is ignorant. So go out there and fucking apologize to, and I said apologize. I went hard A on y'all motherfuckers. Apologize to a black person today because black people deserve an apology bare minimum. Also want to know why black people deserve an apology? Because history is not being told the way that it should be told. History is has been told to you, given to you in a textbook throughout elementary school, middle school, high school, college. And it omits so much information, so much information when it comes to black people. 
when it comes to black accomplishments, when it comes to uh, black excellence, when it comes to black inventions, when it comes to just black not having the traditional and by traditional, I mean racist, um, the stereotypical um, ideology of black people. It is a very, 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 very fucked up thing that has happened. There's so much black history that anybody who's listening, unless you took an ethnic studies class, which is super fucked up because to learn about other races, it has to be a elective in ethnic studies. Okay, not a regular, you know, just English class, but an ethnic studies for you to really get. It's like how just that alone, the separation is a disrespect. But the inaccurate portrayal of history when it comes to black people is really really disrespectful it really is there's so much about history that you don't know because it has not been told to you intentionally i believe and so then you just have these notions contrived in your head on what black people are like where they come from how they got to this point how they got to that point and it's so fucked up a lot of people do not know anything about black history and the little that they know it comes in a rap video it comes in the chapter i don't know seven in social studies that they had to learn in middle school or elementary or high school and then they're like and then at, and then black history month and they're like, all right f- finally this month is over 28 days of fucking hell jim bob <sighs> black history month over yeah it's over it's over cletus Thank God, now we can get to March. Spring is open. We don't got to worry about these Negroes no more. That's really how people be feeling about Black History Month. We got the shortest motherfucking month. And people act like Black History Month is the longest and the most. They are pissed off. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. But like I was saying, the history is off. There's history and then there's the history that was told. And a lot of... and, you know, you can look at it two ways. There's people who say, like to say, I was telling, I didn't lie. I just didn't put parts of it that, I didn't put all the truth in it. It's a fucking lie. That is an intentional omission, which is a lie. You can look at it and say, technically, you did not lie. You can say that, technically. But if you willingly had and or new information and you did not present that information, that is a misrepresentation of the truth which is a lie. And that is what has happened when it comes to black history. A lot of people don't know about Mansa Musa, the richest human being in history. In history. Mansa Musa, the conqueror, the Moors. If you're listening to this right now and you don't know who that is, these are true people. True conquerors. You don't. You hear about Napoleon. You hear about Caesar. You hear about Stalin. You hear about Hitler. You hear about all of these type of huge figures. You hear about Magellan. You hear about Vespucci. You hear about Columbus. You hear about all of these huge, larger than life. Alexander the Great. Mythical, just beings. These legends. You hear about these people, but you don't hear about Mansa Musa. You don't hear about the Moors. You hear about the Byzantine Empire. You hear about Genghis Khan. 
you hear about all types of stuff, the crusades, but you don't hear about real black history. You don't hear about Mansa Musa. You don't hear about the Moors. You hear about the Vikings. You hear about the Knights Templar. But how come you don't hear about black hit? Like, think about it. There is such a gap between the time of black people. According to people, if you watch the media, if you, you know, listen to, I wouldn't say if you listen to, if you are taught in school education-wise, black people have just randomly, you know, even though the first fossils were found in Africa. So that means everybody is from Africa. Literally. Literally. We are of African skin. There is Africa in our bones. Deep, deep rooted in our bones. We are Africans. But people don't want to tell you that. They don't want to hark on that because God forbid that you have a little melanin. God forbid that you're a little dark. God forbid that that curl curls just right. It's insane to me. It really is. Like you really think about it. Take a step back and truly think about it. You really don't know the information. For some reason in history, historically, it's just black people were just randomly somewhere. And uh, some people came, some white people, and they said, hey, y'all look like some weak motherfuckers, some workers. We're going to steal you and we're going to have you work for us for the rest of your lives. And then we're going to explore and shit like that. And in our explorations, we'll bring you with us and you'll work for us over there. And that's where slavery started. And from slavery, then black people had to like fight and fight and fight and fight and fight in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years after 400 plus years. Then not slaves anymore. People started looking at it like, man, it's kind of fucked up that, you know, you're using the human as property and making them do all your work. You lazy motherfucker. Um, Yeah. So then after that, then, you know, we're not going to treat them equally yet. But um. It's coming. It's coming. You'll get your rights. You know, just wait a, wait a couple hundred years, uh, you know, wait a decade or two or three or four or five or six or seven, and then it'll come. We're not comfortable with you drinking from the same water as us right now. Um, and preferably, Javante, if you could eat in the back on the, uh, on the porch ground, that would be like so much better for us. Like we would feel safer and way more comfortable. Just, you know, the food is great. So you don't have to worry about that. We just prefer it. Just we don't want you breathing in all the air with your wide noses. Is that fine? Yeah. So, yeah. And then from that, then the civil rights movement, we had some Titans and the Martin Luther Kings and the... uh, Excuse me, the James Baldwins and the Malcolm X's. And then now we just catapulted to Kanye being a billionaire and Jay-Z being a billionaire and LeBron being a billionaire. And and now everything's fine. The Kardashians have black babies. Everything is fine. That's how history seems to be put. Black people are cool now. The ones who are getting shot by the cops. What did they do? Did Did they have some priors? 
were they did they sell drugs 12 years ago i think they sold drugs you know i i this person got arrested 27 years ago so now that he just got shot by a cop and he didn't have any weapons on him i think that kind of justifies you know it was a means to an end you know he was dangerous. This motherfucker could have gotten loose. And you know, black people are so strong. They're like the Incredible Hulk. That's how people think real black history is. Truly. Like, black history in America, that's really what they think. That's their mindset. Like, that's what's going on. And that's what has gone on with black people. They don't get into the specifics of, you know, what black people had to go through and who those people were, the pioneers and you know, Harriet Tubman tried to get Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill and motherfuckers started tripping. Harriet Tubman, the leader of the Underground Railroad, smuggling black people. And I don't even want to say smuggling. Let me use a different word. Um, liberating black people from slavery in an underground network to freedom. We have slave owners on our currency, past presidents. Brilliant people. But we can't get someone who revolutionized the way society is. A courageous sister who just was fearless. Are you kidding me? And motherfuckers were tripping. We didn't even ask for the $100 bill. We didn't ask for the highest currency. We asked for a motherfucking 20. Not even a 50. A 20. And motherfuckers were tripping the racism came out and i know y'all seen it i know y'all seen it so it's as simple as that if that happened just for a 20 dollar bill you have to ask yourself why did they not want her on the 20 dollar bill there's not many people who know who fucking andrew jackson is there's not people who know who uh who's motherfucker abraham lincoln yes abe did some shit but he had some slaves so we'll talk about that later Motherfuckers don't have a personal connection to him. And how does all the other currency have a white connection to it? We couldn't get one? One? Come on now. There's a $1, there's a $5, there's a $10, there's $20, there's $100. Out of the five currencies, with the contribution that black people have made to this country, we couldn't get one person? Just one. We weren't good for 20%. So shit like that, you owe that to black people. You do. You owe it to black people. And not as simple as that. Talking about the history, for those who have heard critical race theory, and yes, I will talk about that motherfucker. For those who are hearing it right now and they have heard it in the past, they've heard it in the news, they've heard it in the media, and they never really kind of understood what it was. And... Um, they're just confused. They don't really have an opinion on it because they really don't know. Let me explain it to you. Sit down, get comfortable, get your tea, get your coffee. Um, it's about to get really racial in this motherfucker, okay? If you are a mixed couple and one of those mixed people are, like one of the people in the couple are black and you don't know this, now is the time to get educated. Your hair will curl up just a little bit getting this information. I promise you, it's going to grow a little bit curlier the next time you cut it. Guaranteed Scout's Honor. Critical race theory is a cross 
disciplinary, intellectual, and social movement of civil rights scholars and activists who seek to examine the intersection of race, society, and law in the United States to challenge mainstream American liberal approaches to racial justice. Now, that is the clinical definition to critical race theory. If that what I just read was too much mumbo jumbo and you're just like, I didn't really kind of get that or you know what I mean? Basically, it's just looking at race and how it plays a part in society. That to me to knock that shit in layman terms. Really. Now. To give you the real. I guess definition. Just to get you through to understand, because I gave you the layman terms. Let me give you the real everyday person moving term basically critical race theory is the theory thought i had to burp but then it stopped is the theory of what happened in the past because of race and how it affects what happened in the past compared to where we are now and let me give you an example a lot of people will look at black people and they will be like man um it's a lot of black on black crime a lot of black on black crime. Black people are just so violent. They just, you know, they just get guns and they don't know what to do and blah, 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 blah. There's so much black on black crime. They need to fix that shit. Ah, it's just a black thing. Now, if you don't understand the intricacies of it, then you're just going to be like, this is just a black thing. People just, black people just wake up out the womb like, mm, I'm mad as fuck, man. Fuck, fuck whitey. Fuck whitey. They would just think that. They really would. That would be the mindset. And that's what is being purported to you in media, in movies, in society. That That's just how black people are. It's just these mad, angry-ass black people who are just going around the liquor stores, getting drunk, shooting each other just because that's what black is. Tyrone, you got you got my 40? No, motherfucker, I ain't got your 40. What the fuck? No, man. That is what people think. Truly. Now, I know it sounded weird and it sounded funny. But that is truly how certain people think black people are. Like they're just raised to be like that. Now, I spoke about the intricacies earlier. So by earlier, I mean not too long ago, maybe less than a year ago. The intricacies of that is, okay, there's a lot of black on black crime. A lot of, you notice when you go to the hood, there's a lot of liquor stores. You ever notice that? You ever think about why? You ever think about why the hood, any hood, any dangerous place is never by the beach? You ever notice that? You ever notice that when it comes to really, really hood type places where, and I don't want to just say that hood type places are just black people. I'm just using an example. Any place where there are black people in the hood, you notice that they're not by the mountains. They're not by the beaches. They're not by any beautiful landmark think about it they're not by the lake they're not by the beach they're not by uh the mountains they're not by anything that is by nature beautiful i really want you to take a pause and think about that shit truly now do you think that black people just randomly decided you know what we don't want to be around this nice shit let's go in the inside and just fuck each other up Let's go on the part where, you know, it takes us a while to get to the nice part. I mean, you never think about that? Think about it. 
So, now that you're kind of thinking about it, understand the intricacies of that. The reason why that is, is because through the history, and we can get very specific, but through the history, when it came to get, when it came to black people getting housing, they weren't allowed to get housing in those nice areas. They were priced out. And if they moved to those areas, the people would harass them, kill them. Uh, everybody would want to move, treat them like shit. They would be redlined. They would be denied on loans. They would be denied by the banks. They would be told they couldn't buy this property. So then that puts in perspective a little bit. You'd be like, oh, shit, I didn't know that. And I, this isn't an opinion. This is a fact. This is a fact. I spoke about this on the last season one um, when it came to explaining Juneteenth and some of, you know, some of the things that white people had done to make sure that black people were not getting housing and not in the nicer areas. So they made sure to redline. Um, they made sure to put a line around the nicest areas and make sure that whites and non-blacks were not that whites were in those areas and blacks were not in those areas and that blacks could get all the shitty areas and the shitty property. So that should put in perspective a little bit for you why black people are always in the inner city. You, you never notice that? It's never outer city. When it comes to the hood, there's no outer city. So hopefully this will put something in your mind so you can think about that shit. The inner city is for a reason. It's not by the water. It's not by the mountains. It's not by the lake. It's not by the beautiful landmarks that people will pay to be around because they want to enjoy nature. They want to go outside of their house and enjoy nature. It's not it. It truly isn't. So with critical race theory, the reason to bring that up is because it was a hot topic. Hot, hot topic. What is critical race theory? Blah, 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 blah. So I just told you what critical race theory is. So what I just told you, which was a fact, they don't want to teach that shit in school. Now, and you're like, uh, what do you mean? Now, that is history. That is American history. It's not just black history. It's American history. And that's also one of the disrespects. It's always been so, oh, that's black history. Uh, you mean American history? Yeah, but black history. Right, but blacks are Americans. Blacks were Americans and they will continue to be Americans. So American history. Because you don't say white history. Think about it. You just say history. When you say English, English class, U.S. history, you don't say black U.S. history. You say U.S. history. Or, I mean, you don't say white U.S. history. You say U.S. history. But when it comes to talking about black stories, oh, it has to be African-American studies. Yeah, if you don't see the... Now, if you're not, if you're not following me, and you're confused and you're thinking I'm race baiting or something like that. I've tried to give you a few examples. I broke it down pretty slow. Either you're a racist, you're a fucking idiot, you're dumb, you're stupid. Or I would say I'm not explaining right, but I've explained it a couple different ways. So let me try it another way. For the real dummies. Basically, the truth of what happened, the heinous truth of what had been done to black people, to African Americans throughout the history... They don't want that taught in school because it makes white people look bad. And because it makes white people look bad, 
and they didn't directly, at least a lot of them, because a lot of those people aged out, not everybody, they don't want to feel bad. And they think that bringing it up is only going to cause even more division. Now, that's strange. Almost everywhere else in the world, they make sure to tell history in the accurate sense. But for some reason in the United States, they want it to be told a specific way. If it makes people feel bad, they don't want it told. That is what critical race theory is. They don't want stuff told because it will make back white people not look good and feel bad. As it fucking should. As I spoke about in season one, when it came to Juneteenth, I had a German, I had a couple German uh, exchange students when I was in college. And they let me know, as far as the curriculum and growing up in Germany, that they were taught about the Nazis. And they were very detailed in what was taught to them of what happened during Nazi Germany. And they did it in a way to embarrass them, to let them know we will never go back to this time. This is not us. This is not who we are. That was embarrassed. So they let it be known in detail. These were the people before us. That's not us. Be ashamed. If only America could take a page out of that book. But they will not. They will not. So here in America, because I am American, I live in America. Here it's more of the, well, that happened that was so long ago. That was so long ago. We don't need to talk about it. We do not need to talk about it. And because we don't need to talk about it, why, you know, let's just move on. You know, you're doing fine. You got a job. You're not a slave. What's the problem? See, the problem, Tanner, is I'd like to know history accurately. And you should know history accurately. You can't pick and choose history. It's history. What happened, the facts of what happened need to be told to everyone. And these are always people who are just patriots of the truth. They'll talk about the forefathers and the Constitution and Lincoln and Adams and Washington. All these people, they will, man, they are history buffs when it comes to white people in just certain situations. But when it comes to black people, they do not want to hear about it. When it comes to white people... In a negative sense, they do not want to hear about it. Yeah, you need to be able to embrace the shortcomings of your forefathers. The racist nature of your forefathers. That's what critical race theory is. For those who didn't know what it was, it's literally the like they don't like that's why there's such a big deal about it. They do not want white people to be perceived as being bad. Even if it was in the past. You know, even if it was a great grandma who used to be a slave owner. Um, or a fan of Jim Crow. They were like, man, we don't need to talk about that. That was just my grandma. So you don't think, and this is what critical race theory is. So you have to think about it. If somebody's great grandma was a bona fide racist and had slaves, and then she has a daughter, and she teaches her daughter that black people are inferior, and then her daughter has a son, and she teaches her son that black people are inferior, And then he has a child and he teaches his child black people are inferior. And that is the constant messaging. By the time we get to 2022, you don't think that child is going to think that black people are inferior? 
That's how you really need to think about it. You really need to think about it in that sense. It's getting passed down and passed down and passed down. So, yes, it does have an effect. Race has a huge effect. And then when you don't accurately disclose history and you make it seem like white people just never did some shit and that black people just, you know, they had a tough time for a little bit and then now they're doing good. No. They're going to look at black people and be like, man, black people should be doing better by now. They have all these tools. Why are they not getting the same test scores as these white kids? Well, you know why? Because they're not getting the same funding as these white kids. These aren't opinions, these are facts. Government spending and funding is disproportionately less in black schools, academies, charter schools, universities, etc., that is not an opinion. That is a fact. So with the critical race theory, they will look at it like, well, um, you know, they just got to work harder. The funding is the, no, 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 no. If you have some kids on the side of the river that have laptops, that have classes that have to deal with the arts and literature and AP classes and IB classes and honors classes and second language in, in second language classes. And they have all of that and they have the funding and they're going on field trips and they're technology forward and they're coding and they're doing all that from the time they are in elementary to the time they get to college. If they have all those tools and then you have the other side of the tracks where kids are getting textbooks, old textbooks. They don't have the funding to go on field trips. They don't have coding in classes. They don't have art classes. They have the basic English math science classes. They don't have funding at all or barely enough funding to pay teachers, to pay staff for uh, edible food, for buildings that would be up to code, for safety. They don't have that what? Now, think about those two environments that I just put forth. Which one do you think a child would strive further and higher in? The first one. And the first one is the one that is primarily given to white people. So that's how it plays in. Now, me saying that, white people would not like that. They would be pissed and they would use all the excuses. Well, this black kid... He was in the hood and he grew up to be LeBron James. This one black kid, he grew up in the hood and he was getting gunshots and all this. Now they're going to 69. Good for that black kid. That is amazing. An amazing story. Hopefully they make a fucking Lifetime or a Disney movie about it. But that's one kid. You see how much shit that we have to go through and do to be able to get that? You don't hear these same stories with white kids. Because they don't have to worry about that. They don't. That is a privilege. And in critical race theory, they don't even anything. They don't want to think about a privilege. They don't want to think about white people being negative in any sense. They just don't want it. That's why so many governors, that's why so many mayors, et cetera, et cetera. That's why they are banning the idea of it in textbooks. You are not allowed to talk about it. You are not allowed to talk about it. And if you do talk about it, uh, you're just saying that, whoa, it's dividing people. It is dividing people. That's really, that's the argument. 
It's just, we shouldn't do that. It's just going to divide us. We're always thinking about racism. Well, racism has played a big fucking part in America. America was built on racism. Racism continues today. So what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, it's going to bring, no, no. Well, and the reason why we can't move forward is because we haven't looked at our past. Now, mind you, I'm not one to hark on too much in the past, but you do need to acknowledge who you have oppressed. You do. You can't just fucking oppress somebody um, and then just be like, well, they're okay now. They had some time. Really, it's, and I hate to use this example, but it's when a rapist has raped a victim and they say they don't remember or that they didn't do it. That completely mind fucks the victim because they just want that closure of you admitting that you wronged them that you took something away from them and them not doing that them oh i don't i don't remember doing it or i don't that's your version of the story we'll agree to disagree that type of shit stays with people and that type of shit is very destructive psychologically to somebody so with this critical race theory, man, they are doing they are literally banning the discussion of it. Anything that I mean, it, it, it's insane. It is really insane. Like banning it from classrooms. Nine states already. Idaho, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Arizona, North Dakota, Florida's working on it if it hasn't already passed. I mean, these they're Oh no, it has passed. So we're up to 20 states. Think about that. And most of these states, of course, are in the South or predominantly white. Don't you kind of see that connection? I'm just saying you have to. If you don't see the connection, then I don't know what to say. You need a different prescription on your motherfucking glass. That's what critical race theory is. For those who didn't, sorry that I went so much on a tangent. But again, like I said at the beginning, the first thing you owe black people is a fucking apology. After all you just heard, think about black people having to deal with that. Not hearing, not being told their history and lied to and then told to act right as if something didn't happen to make them act like this. Why are you so angry, Latanya? You're always so fucking angry. What is it? Why are you so angry? Well, Latanya might be angry because... Uh, your people keep killing her men. That's why. Latanya didn't grow up with the father because uh, her father was pulled over by a cop for having a busted taillight and he didn't have a busted taillight and then he randomly shot her father. So now she's fucking angry and she has every fucking right to be angry. An unarmed man was killed by this person and not only did they not get any jail time they got paid administrative leave now and you expect Latanya to be happy hmm that's the type of shit that black people have to deal with that's why I say the first thing you owe black people is a fucking apology first things first And then after the apology, you need to really look within yourself and think, all right, I owe them an apology. 
I never really paid attention to this. Of course you didn't pay attention. Because you take so much from black people, you don't, you take from the well of black people and you never really put anything back in. You don't. Think about it. It's not, and it might not just be you personally, people in general, non-black people take from the well, excuse me, of black people and they don't put stuff back in. Not all of them, but the majority. And by take from the wild thing, some of this culture. And culture is so many different things. It's music, it's clothing, it's words, it's creativity. Think about the music you listen to. Think about when you watch a sport. What music do you hear? Hip-hop? R&B? Black people? Think about it. Think about the biggest genres in the world musically right now. If you think about pop, because pop is normally the top one. Pop, which means popular. Pop music, hip-hop. Those are the top two biggest, most listened to genres of music. If somebody says country, I'll slap the shit out of them. Country is not, it's not up there. So if you were thinking country, take your hand, get some water, pour that water in the middle. Spread your fingers real wide. See some water drop off the tip of those fingers. Put your hand up by your cheek. Move it about 12 inches away. And then let that motherfucker come right across your cheek and slap yourself. Because the damn sure ain't country. Hip-hop and pop. And if you look at those charts, who are the majority of the people on those charts? First off, hip-hop, it's like, <laughs> that is a huge homogeneous uh, uh, location or group that is like 98% black aside from Eminem, Jack Harlow and uh, I don't know Lil Dicky and who else they got not that many I can't even think of anybody, any past that aside from them it's all black so that's all hip hop that's all rap now let's go to pop now pop pops a little bit more where there's you know, a little bit of integration. But even from the pop, they take from black people. The majority, there's a lot of black people in there, but they take from black people. Like, look at BTS. BTS, they got training on how to dance, how to dance hip-hop. Their choreography is hip-hop based. Even though they're a pop group. And then there's another... Um, Asian, it's a girl group. I think it's Pretty Pink. I think that's the name. Pretty Pink or something like that. Whole bunch of hip-hop choreography. Whole bunch. And they never say where they get it from. They never say who influenced them. They always just act like they just came up with this shit themselves. That's copyright infringement. For those who went to college, that is plagiarism. You have to cite your sources. Give credit to those who made it for you. It's like if a motherfucker just started moonwalking right now, he just can't be like, man, I was just chilling one day and, you know, I seen a banana on the ground and I almost fell, but then I caught myself. So then I started moonwalking and, man, I just made the thing up. No, motherfucker, you got it from Mike. You got it from MJ. Because it's a thriller. Yes, motherfucker. You got it from MJ. Beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. 
You know it. And if you and if you don't know MJ and you are on this earth, you are in an Amish colony if you don't know Michael Jackson. But anyway, that's a whole different conversation. You got it from them. Your dance moves, you got it from them. Your singing style, you got it from them. But you don't want to give any credit. And that is the fucking craziest thing. You don't want to give the credit where the credit is due. That's on music when it comes to collaborations. And they'll even, in an interview, they'll even talk about people who inspire them. They will. And they will say people who inspire them. But when it comes to their style of music, writing, dancing, they don't cite black people. So still just taken from the well of black people, taken from the well of black people. And when it comes to listening to stuff to get motivated, um, to go to a party, what music are you listening to? Next time you go to a party, who is the music? It's black people. Watch the NBA finals in between those commercials and shit. What do you hear? Rap music. At the arena, what do you hear? Hip hop music, rap music. When you're trying to get in the mood, you know, you got your little boot thing and, you know, trying to get a little sooky sooky. You're like, okay, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. But when I'm really trying to, I'm trying to zoom, zoom in your boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're really trying to get the feels, trying to get in them skins, you know. What music are you putting on? R&B. Rhythm and blues. I mean, taken from the well, taken from the well. And that's music. I can get into the music. That could be a whole episode on itself. What about clothing? Think about it. What about clothing? Black people sag their jeans. All of a sudden, everybody else was sagging. Taken from the well. Then you vilified black people for sagging their jeans. Oh, they look uneducated. Uh... They're gangsters, they're thugs, they shouldn't be wearing their pants off, you know, their butts like that, et cetera, et cetera. Even though non-black people were copying this thing and they didn't get the same shit said about them. Taken from the well. Black people were wearing jerseys just as outfits. All of a sudden, non-black people are wearing jerseys as outfits. Black people are wearing Jordans. Wearing athletic shoes with a regular outfit. Basketball shoes. Jays. Now. They're not just now. I mean, for a while. Now, non-black people, now they're wearing Jays. They don't play no basketball, but it's a part of the culture, so they know it looks good. Take it from the well. Black people wore the backwards cap. Put the fitted on the side. Now, non-black people want to do it. Taken from the well. The flashiness, the expression. Black people did it. Well, now, you know, uh, now they want to dress like this. Taken from the well. It's a style thing, man. It's just, it's the style that is stolen and taken. And the credit's not given. Even words, speech. What's up? There wasn't no what's up before. It was how are you doing? Hello. How's your day? That's what it used to be. 